Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Yom Tov, everybody, and Good Erev Shabbos. Wow. We are about to embrace the Yom Tov of Shavuos, and there literally are not enough words to try to explain the significance of Shavuos. I'll try. And the first thing that I'd like to share with you is going back to the very beginning of creation. You'll note that the Torah tells us, in describing what was created on each and every day, Yom Sheni, Yom Shlishi, Yom Chamishi, by all the days it is that very simply, a second day, a third day, and when it comes to the sixth day, the Torah doesn't say a sixth day, it doesn't say Yom Shishi, it's Yom Ha-Shishi, the sixth day. How many extra letters are there in the Torah? So Rashi says, the reason why there's a hey here by the sixth day, Bigmar, Masabaratius, at the end of creation, Lomar to teach, Shehisna Imohem, God made a condition to creation, Almanas, on condition, the hey is to remind us of the five books of Moses that God put a condition into creation. If the Jewish people are going to accept it, wonderful. If not, the world goes back to Sovavo. Yom Hashishi, Kulam Tuluyim. Literally, everything is suspended. We omdim ad yom hashishi, the sixth day. So, in the immediate context, it's the sixth day of creation. Barashi goes on to say that it's the sixth day of Sivan. Why? Shabiyom vav besivan on the sixth day of Sivan, Shekibu Yisrael HaTorah. Once the Jewish people received the Torah, Nishazku kol Yitziros Bereshis. Uh, the creation itself became solidified. And that's what it means that Yom HaShishi, the sixth day. The Nefesh HaChayim says, Hashem created the world in such a way that there's always someone studying Torah. When it's day in one place, it's night in the other. When the first place stops studying, the next one is studying. Amazing. Now, the next point that I'd like to do and share with you is the Gemara in Psachim, which is 68b. And the Gemara talks about Machlukes between Rebbe Leiz and Rebbe Yoshua, how one is to observe Yom Tov in general, meaning the Yom Tov Pesach day, Sukkos, how is one to observe those days? So Rabbi Eliezer says you can either or, you can spend it either uh, by eating and drinking, or one can study Torah all day without having to eat and drink. However, even Rabbi Eliezer, and by the way Rabbi Yeshua argues and says we split the day half for God, half for man. But even Rabbi Eliezer, who says that the all holidays can be just with studying Torah except for Shavuos. Why? Because 
Yom Shinitno Bo Torah. This is the day that Torah is given. And listen carefully. Rashi says, Sheyismach Bo. We celebrate. B'machal b'mishtah. With eat and drink. L'haros. To demonstrate. Shinoach Umakubo. We are so happy that this day has been a day of acceptance. L'Yisrael. Shinitno Torah Bo. We're celebrating that we received the Torah. We're celebrating The Vilna Gon explains, You Hashem chose us from all the nations. That refers to what we're going to say tonight in our davening, That refers to Yitzias Mitzrayim. Whoa, you love us. How does Hashem demonstrate His love? Shavuos, by giving us the Torah. And, this is the celebration of Sukkos after the holiday of Yom Kippur, that there's Ritzoy, Hashem wants us back. But the idea is that Shavuos represents the love between God and the Jewish people. Our rabbis tell us so many of the minhagim of a wedding are based on Maimed Har Sinai because, and forgive me, that many have stolen so much from us, but literally we became wedded to HaKadosh Baruch Hu on Shavuos. Now, I'd like to discuss the following, that on Shavuos there is no particular mitzvah on the individual. Sure, there's the collective mitzvah that we are not to do work on Shavuos as we're not to do work on Pesach and Sukkos. And there is one unique mitzvah for the Yom Tov, which is the Shteyalechem, which was a korban that was brought in the Beis HaMikdash on Shavuos. However, what we don't have in terms of a lulav, a sukkah, right, a matzah, but we don't have a shofar, we don't have any of these mitzvot, we do have minhagim, customs. And I'd like to suggest that our having minhagim that we do on Shavuos demonstrates our love for Kurdish Baruch Hu, that we don't only accept Nasev and Nishma. Okay, count me in, I'll take all 613, which is what we said at Sinai, whether I know them, I don't know them, etc., so the answer is no. Not only do we accept the 613, but we accept the minhagim as well, the customs. And therefore, there are three primary customs that we participate in in conjunction with Shavuos. The first one is, and this is brought down in the one siman in Shulchan Aruch for Shavuos, and it's even called at the top, it's part of Hilchos Pesach, Seder Tfilas Chag HaShavuos, in chapter 494 in the Shulchan Aruch. And we have the following. The Ramah writes, one, that Noah again is a minog l'shtoach asovim b'shavuos, to spread out, literally, grass, greens, flowers, on Shavuos, in the Beis HaKnesses, in the synagogues, and in the homes. Zecher the Simchas Matan Torah. 
to remember the joy, the happiness at Matan Torah, meaning that God bedecked the mountain with green, with grass. And therefore, if you ask me, this is following the Pasuk in Yeshayahu, Vayasem Midbara Ke'eden. Hashem made the Midbar, the desert, like a garden, teaching us that with Torah, the desert blooms, and without Torah, a blooming field and blooming environment unfortunately wanes to a desert. So the Pesach says that the animals were not to graze on the mountain, teaching us that there was green and therefore we remember Hashem's love for us at Sinai by providing us with this environment. The second custom we know is that of staying awake on the night of Shavuos and studying Torah. Now, the Mughan of Ram gives an explanation that this is a kind of makeup for our nation that overslept the morning of Matan Torah, and therefore we stay up to show our zeal to receive the Torah. If that is a reason, I accept it. However, it seems very hard to imagine that the Jewish people would oversleep on such an event which they knew was coming. Wow, this is the first and only time in world history that HaKadosh Baruch Hu spoke not only to a prophet, but HaKadosh Baruch who spoke to millions of people. Remember that no other religion makes that claim that their prophet heard God speak, and so did more than two million people. But we know this. We heard this from our fathers, who heard it from their fathers, all the way back. Now, I heard from Rav Shech the Shlita, another beautiful explanation as to why uh, and how they could even, quote, oversleep on the morning of Kabbalah Satora. Now, remember, if you look in Parshas Yisro, right, where the Torah tells us the Jewish people received the Torah, and chapter 19 is the prelude and telling us about the environment and what was to happen at Matan Torah, chapter 20, are the Aseris Dibros, which we're going to read tomorrow morning, chapters 19 and 20. Now, if you look carefully in chapter 19, there was a plan A and a plan B. The plan A was that <clears throat> Hashem says to Moshe in chapter 19, Pasuk 9, Behold, I will come to you in the thickness of the cloud, in order that the people will hear when I speak to you, and as a result of that, they will also believe in you forever, period. So what were the Jewish people to be? They were to be spectators. They were to hear Hashem speak to Moshe.
And then the Apostle continues, Vayagid Moshe, as the Reha'am, El Hashem. The people go and they relate to Moshe their response to this. Now, the Torah doesn't tell us what their response is, but Rashi in Pasuk 9, where it says, as Divrei Am, Rashi says, Moshe says, I have their response. And you know what that is? They don't want to hear Hashem speak to me. They want to hear from you directly. In Edoma, you can't compare. They're going to hear it from me, who's an emissary, who's an agent of yours. No, they want to hear it directly from Hashem Himself. It's our desire to see Hashem Himself. Ah, they wanted plan B. So Hashem says, if that's the case, look further in the Psukim. Now you got to go to the mikvah. And as a result of this, you have to separate from your wives for three days. Ah, now we go to plan B. So listen carefully. What was plan B? They were going to experience Nevoah. Now, the Torah teaches us at the end of Baaluscha that there's a marked difference between the prophecy of Moshe and all other prophets. Moshe spoke to Hashem Panim, El Panim, literally, face to face, okay? But all other prophets, how did Hashem speak to them? The Torah says that Bamare Elov Esvador, how in a vision will I make myself known to them? And Bachalom Adaberbo, in a dream shall I speak with them. Ah, oh, so they thought they were going to get prophecy in a dream, which is why they slept and slept and slept, woke up, went back to sleep, woke up, went back to sleep, because they wanted to get prophecy in a dream. Moshe comes to them and says, no, guys, guess what? You're not going, coach. You're going first class. You've been elevated to hear directly from Hashem. So they didn't only hear directly from Hashem. Whoa! There was an incredible elevation. Just as at Sinai, the Jewish people said, we want more. Our having minhagim on Shavuos is our demonstration of we want more. We're not satisfied with the fact that Moshe heard and we got the Torah through Moshe. No, we want to be participants and not spectators. We want to show more. And therefore, we show more by having our customs, by staying up all night. Under normal conditions, we have the, the concept that man is to sleep. He needs sleep for his health. He needs sleep. However, we go beyond and we give up a night of sleep to show how dear Torah is to us. And finally, we have the third custom of having dairy on Shavuos. And the Mishnaburah brings the traditional answer that they come down and they say, let's celebrate. Wow. But Moses says, wait a second. You can't use your pots, pans. We can't make a... What's it called when you go outside and you, you grill? That's right. You can't do that. Why not? Because a barbecue. You can't do that 
because your grill is non-kosher. It absorbed non-kosher. They didn't know the laws of kashras. They didn't know how to do shechita properly. So, because they had all of a sudden now learned new halachos, therefore they had dairy and we reenact because the Ramban says that our reading tomorrow of chapter 19 is uh, which is the preparation and the excitement and the environment of Kabbalah um, Torah. the Ramban says that this is actually a biblical mitzvah as we find in Parshas Eschanan, where the Torah says, Wow, and this is, you are to remember and pass on to your children and grandchildren. Chapter 4 in Eschanan, Pasuk 10, Yom Asher The day that you stood before God at Sinai. Now remember, who was there at Sinai? Not just that website saw you at Sinai, but remember, all of us were there at Sinai. As we're told in the beginning of Parshas Nitzavim, that the bris that was made, and there's a bris of Sinai, and a bris of Arbos Moab, and the bris, as we're told in chapter 29, verse 13, is not only for those that were there present, but rather those who are there, the ace asher po imanu hayom, and those who are not yet here, those in the future, because we believe that Torah is, quote, the best tezach, Torah is the best thing, so our ancestors at Sinai were able to accept the Torah, not just for them, but accepting it for us. And that's what we are saying. As the Gemara concludes in Psachim, Samach Ches, that we quoted before, the Gemara concludes by saying that Rav Yossi said, Oh my goodness, Ilav Hayuma were not for this day of Shavuos, How many Joes there would be out there in the marketplace? I would be no different than them. But now, whoa, look how privileged I am. How different I am from everybody else. And finally, Rav Rudiman explained this beautiful teaching of Rav Yosef in the following way. Individuals get up in the morning and they wash, they pray, they go to work, they have lunch, they're in business, they come home, they do this, they do that. There are 20 different parts of the activities that they do, representing 20 different persons within the same body, doing different chores. But now with Torah, all these 20 different things that the person does, they're all united because they're all being done in conjunction with Torah. Wow. Ashrenu matov chalkenu. I hope and pray that everybody enjoys 
the Yom Tov of Shavuos. Remember, it's not just cheesecake. Yes, we have some dairy, but your there should be Yom Tov meals are meat. Shabbos meals are meat. Okay, and you'll find the way to get some dairy in as well. Shabbat, well, good Yom Tov, and a Shabbat Shalom to all.